This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. It's hard not to start with talking about this Miami Dolphins offense. Most total yards through five games, the Dolphins in 2023 sit at 2,568 yards. Joshua. That is 41 yards more than the Rams had the greatest show on turf. How much fun. I mean, we're homers. You mentioned it before the show. We can sit here and talk about how they're doing it. But before we talk about just flat-out speed, how much fun is it just watching this flat-out speed? Devon H. and taking a run to the left side. You snap your fingers. He's in the end zone. No matter where the Dolphins are at any spot in the field, this offense can score, and it's been such a treat to watch. Yeah, we joked that this was Mike McDaniel using um, Stephen Ross's credit card building Madden Ultimate Team, but um, I mean, it yeah. does feel like that, right, man? And then you just you just think about all the years you played Madden and how much speed killed and how you love to use those outside runs and how you love to use those crossing receivers and use that speed to take the top off. So um, he really is running a video game offense, and you're right, man, it's all about speed. I mean, you see um, – I'll pull up the picture eventually, but you saw you know, all the next-gen stats, like the top seven ball carriers this year were Devon H.A. and Tyree Kill and Raheem Mostert, I believe, right? All seven of them, and uh, it just – I don't know, man. It's it kind of seems unfair that, and I, I love it because it's just been so many years we've been waiting for this. So, is it going to be called the greatest show on surf? I see a lot of people saying that. Is that what they're going with? Someone needs to come up with a better name than that, right? But, dude, most yards ever through uh, the first five games—that's insane. I think it says uh, most yards in franchise history through the air, one thousand six hundred thirty-nine ever, and then it's the fourth most rushing yards. So, um, three five hundred-yard games this season already, and uh, five is the franchise record. So. They're doing unbelievable things, and to think that they are what five, po- uh, three points away from uh, breaking the all-time points scoring record in a game, right? They would have had the NFL record if they would have kicked that field goal. Um, just wild, man! And we're into week five. Let's just cross our fingers it stays this way, right? Those speeds. Tyree Kill has the fastest speed, followed by A uh, Chan, A Chan, Hill, Moster, Hill, A Chan. So that's the fastest speeds in the NFL. A Chan looks faster though, right? Can we agree? He looked like he could have. He was hawking him down on that uh, that 
well, Tyreek Hill got tracked down from behind, but it looked like A-Chan was like jogging and he could have passed him if he wanted to, right? It's crazy. There are three plays we can bring up right away that just really highlight how fast this team is, right? There was that Tyreek Hill bomb down the right sideline where uh, I guess McDaniel called one play, two uh, adjusted things at the line, and, and that's fun. It's good to talk about when it's positive. Adds a little wrinkle to the story. Um, and then on the left side, we mentioned the A-chain run to the left side, and then Josh, what was it, like a crossing pattern where Tyreek Hill took the ball on the right side, he started bursting down the left side, and somehow, man, this should have been his second touchdown of the day, but instead, he got caught from behind, and people are acting like, that might be a loss for this Miami Dolphins receiving core. You mentioned it, Devon A-Chain's been calling out Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill's come out and saying he's washed, so man, are the Dolphins in trouble if Tyreek Hill's going to be caught like this? Not at all. That just means there's so much more speed, right? I mean, that just means that Devon Achan is that next level speed that you want. So it's just uh, crazy. But, dude, Tyreek Hill had, what, three plays over? Was it 60 yards? Am I correct? Uh, That's insane, man. Dude is absurd. Uh, eight catches, 181 yards, one touchdown. Um, you know, he wanted to get 2,000 yards. And, I mean, we all joke about it. But um, he could be on pace for that. I also have written down here, Dolphins are currently first in scoring offense with 36.2 points per game. Total offense, 513 0.6 yards per game, yards per play, 8.3, passing offense, 327, rushing offense, 185, first downs, and red zone offense. I did not realize I had that much written down. My bad. That's a lot. Holy crap, dude. How dare you take notes? You 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 just made every single teacher you ever had roll over in their grave. Oh, no, I studied too hard. I, I, I didn't take notes in school, though. That's the I used to like write like Macbeth on my arms and stuff to try to remember. It was bad how it's bad. Can you believe that Tyreek Hill's average target was six yards down the field? He finished for eight. For this would this is like the most cliche, like generic, like what everybody thought Tyreek Hill was going to be in Miami type game where it was just dink and dunk. But even then, they still played the effort. Tyreek's open down there somewhere at that big uh, passing touchdown. So overall, man, Tyreek Hill went absolutely bananas. Eight for one eighty-one in a touchdown. You mentioned it before the show. We're homers, and I got to do a better job at remembering that. And this is something I'm not trying to hate here. But when you look at how this offense was uh, operating throughout the day, I'm just going to run through some numbers here. Again, I'm not trying to hate. I just want to get your thoughts. Devon A-Chain caught his one target. Raheem Mostert caught both of his targets. Braxton Berrios, both of his targets. Sed Wilson caught all four of his targets for 52 yards. Shout out him. He had a great day. Tyreek Hill caught eight of his nine targets. Joshua, there's one name. I know that's you're going Waddle. I know, yeah. Five receptions on 10 targets for 35 yards. What's your initial reaction? I mean, we wanted him to get more involved, and at least they tried it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. I know that the one interception to Tua uh, that Tua threw in the end zone, you know, I think it was before the end of the half. Um, it was into triple coverage, basically. But I think that one was attended for Waddle, so there's that one. But um, he did make that awesome touchdown catch, right? I mean, okay. the first one of the game, Tua rolled to the left and threw it, you know, up high where only Waddle could grab it. And he went up there and soared up there and used those hands that, you know, so many people have wanted to see. So, um, I'm, I'm liking that there's 10 targets, but dude, only catching five of those, only getting him the ball that many times. I mean, try to figure out a better way, right? I mean, fabricate those targets if you have. Seven, you mentioned said Wilson. I kind of, some of us kind of even forgot he was around, right? Until you saw number 11 catch a ball and you're like, oh, damn, okay, said Wilson's in this game. So, um, shout out to everyone that just stepped up and, um, we're going to talk about Tua. I mean, he's still, what, is he leading the league in passing yards, I believe? But, um, you know, a lot of people were down on last week's performance. If anything, you know, he could be a little bit down on this one, right? I mean, he made some fantastic throws, stepped up when needed to, always bounces back great, but um, two very costly interceptions. And they were both to Waddle, thinking about it now. The one, he hesitated and threw it over his head, you know, behind him. So 
um, those right there, that was two targets that were, led to picks and were not Waddle's fault. So um, better days are ahead, and I think that's what's exciting when you can win 31-16. The only thing I could think of at that stat sheet is I go back to the um, – I don't know. I can't believe I referenced this so much. Um, Merrick's son's Durham-Smythe game where he had nine touchdowns in Madden. It just looked like they decided, like, Hey, it's been five, four weeks. We haven't seen a bunch of Jalen Waddle. They had this excellent celebration plan where they use the football as like a, a, a crank to wind up the, the penguin waddling toy, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but I think that was just kind of the idea that Tua wanted. He saw how well this offense was playing and he thought Tyreek's got his numbers. Let's get Waddle his numbers. And we kind of, as fans think like that, I know teams don't think, think like that, but what we see here, I don't, I don't blame Waddle. I don't even really blame the offense. It's just, hey, sometimes when you force the ball, issues occur. And it's nice knowing that, hey, you can do that. You can try to stuff the stat for your players and get that kind of slap on the wrist reminder, like, hey, that's not necessarily how it works, and have it not completely derail the game. That's the coolest part, knowing that Tua, he threw a ball into the end zone. I think his arm was actually hit, too, on, on uh, one of the interceptions. Hey, but he throws a pick six in the end zone, goes back the entire other way. That's the only touchdown the Giants scored, Josh. You mentioned it at the top about how different things feel. This is an offense that, hey, no, I don't want to be throwing these two interceptions every week. But knowing that when you have a, an opponent that just isn't on the same playing field as you, that you can make those mix mistakes and not for a second feel the littlest bit queasy unless you took the Dolphins covering the spread. That is such a refreshing feeling, man. And it's not something like, hey, just ignore the interceptions, but understand, hey, this, these issues can happen. We don't have to overreact about them too, too much. Yeah, because, again, in years past, you know, everything was spiral out of control. Same way with some of yeah. these losses, right? You mentioned it. The bouncing back, how are they going to do it this week? Um, it, they were doing it throughout this game. So um, you just love to see it, I think. And it was just, again, a total team effort. And we're talking about the offense praising them. Um, that that running game is insane, right, Jake? I had written down that Um, I love to bring up how there's always a thunder in that backfield. Raheem Moser at the end of this game, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but he was just bullying dudes. See, I tried to joke that uh, you can't spar melt. Can't spell Marshawn Lynch without Raheem Mostert. Obviously, that's not true, but um, he was just bullying <laughs> dudes over. It's just I was hoping people were like sitting there trying to think it and like realize <laughs> that letters weren't missing. But um, that entire backfield and Chris Brooks was even in that Alec Ingold role a little bit. We all see the clip going around Twitter where he's opening up holes. So um, you love to see it. I think Kendall Lamb, um, Isaiah Wynn, and um, someone else got involved on that big run over the left side that seventy six yarder, and it's just uh, a breath like of fresh air. He was all yeah. over the place. Yeah, awesome it's, it's just a breath of fresh air to finally see this offensive line and this run game, and it's just all to come together because, you know, um, they're playing really good football right now. And the greatest thing about the rushing attack is that it's such a stabilizing force. It can really just calm down the offense when you have, I don't know, let me check the notes here, Devon Achan averaging 12 yards a carry. Jesus, 12 yards a carry is just bananas. You got Raheem Mostert at 6.5 yards per carry. As a team, the Dolphins averaged 9.7 yards per carry. Something that I thought was very interesting, Josh, snaps. Raheem Mostert is still out snapping Devon Achan 32 to 26. A big reason why I don't think this is going to change is I think Raheem Mostert does a few more things in terms of pass coverage that I think is very important. And I think there are more scenarios where you can have Mostert be on the field when he's not involved as being the ball carrier. I'm not saying Achan can't do that, but being a rookie, I think when he's out there, you want to say, hey, you're fast. We know what you're good at. Let's not try to you know, put too much on your plate this early on, especially when you can, I don't know, checks notes, have 96 yards after contact. 
Yeah, and this is a little guy that a lot of people didn't th- know how he'd hold up right in the NFL, mm-hmm. and it's just insane, man. He's just playing out of his mind. I think um the first Dolphins running back to have what back to back to back 100 yard game since I believe it was Jay Ajayi, and then there was another stat that had him up there, I, probably as a rookie, uh for the first player that throughout his first three games or have back to back. 100-yard games with a touchdown, and Barry Sanders is one of the names up there with him. So, uh, dude's just playing insane, and it's just crazy. I know that we all saw the stat with how many yards is it? You probably already said it. Uh, between him and Christian McCaffrey, isn't it like 60 Okay, there's a stack going around where there's like a 60-yard difference between the two, but the gap in how many carries are like 50 or something more for McCaffrey. So it's just insane that uh, what Devon A-Chain's doing with such little touches and to think that we have Raheem Mostert, I think, uh, what, eight touchdowns total and uh, Devon A-Chain, seven touchdowns total. I mean, this Dolphins offense is just incredible. Um, I just hope hope it never ends. It's Cinderella's story. I hope it never ends. But and again, not trying to hate, but you do kind of put a star next to the three turnovers. Tua had two interceptions. A Chan put the ball on the ground. Even Raheem Mostert had his third fumble in, in three week in two weeks, I should say. But that one went out of bounds. All that said, though, I mean, man, this offense, especially at home, to say the Dolphins don't have a home field advantage is insane because you think about it. The Dolphins averaged ten point two yards per play against the Broncos. Five hundred one, five hundred one yards in total. They averaged 11.4 yards per play. They averaged more yards per play, Josh, against the Giants than they did when they scored 70 points. Through three quarters, the Dolphins were averaging 11.4 yards per play. You take away those turnovers, obviously turnovers, breaking news, change things. This is the same offense that scored 70 points back-to-back weeks. You're seeing what they can do in terms of beating up bad teams. Uh, that was Jeff Schwartz who put that out there, which is just, in, it's mind boggling that you can go two straight games at home and just sustain this offense that is just record breaking, world defying, it's bananas. And one more stat I have, Josh, here, the Dolphins average 109 yards per game, more than Philly. Philly is number two at 404 yards per game. The Panthers average 109 yards less than the Eagles per game. They're 24th in the league. The same gap from 1 to 2 is from 2 to 24th. That is just how insane this Dolphins offense is. And, man, it's been such a treat to watch. Yeah, and we see them every week adding new wrinkles to things, right? I mean, it's just um, crazy that, you know, we don't even know what the limit is and where this thing could go. I mean, we just had Chase Claypool. I mean, don't get your expectations too high, but, you know, that's another guy that brings a different dynamic and some speed here. Um, before we move on to defense, Jake, I just have to ask your opinion on uh, – uh, the offensive line, I know Isaiah Wynn got banged up, and uh, that was uh, you hated to see that, especially with how well he's been playing. We didn't really get too, too much. It kind of looked like a stinger. I know he came back in the game, but, dude, generally speaking, this offensive line was awesome. I think Tua was sacked once. There was two quarterback hits. And, I mean, we knew going in that the, the Dolphins had the biggest point spread in the entire NFL. We weren't scared about this game, but if there was anything that could go wrong, it started with that Giants defensive front really just – bothering Tua for four quarters and forcing him into mistakes. The Giants offensive or defensive front did just that, and it didn't even matter. So that just kind of adds to how impressive this offensive line has been. Josh, one question I have for you. Not only did uh, Sed Wilson have more targets and receptions than someone like Braxton Barrios, he actually outsnapped him. I don't think this is going to be happening every week, but can you tell me a little bit more just watching about this offense, right? It's Tyree Kill, it's Waddle, and then you have the running backs. All of a sudden, you have Sed Wilson get involved. You mentioned Chase Claypool is going to get in the mix. This team is showing off wrinkles, and they aren't done. There is so much more room for this group to grow, and you're seeing different guys get involved. 
Yeah, I'm wondering how much of that is Braxton Berrios. I know he was showing up on the injury report throughout the week, so they might have just been, you know, taking him, get, giving him an opportunity to rest and seeing what said Wilson. I mean, you're already paying him that much money. Let him go out there and make some plays. I mean, and it was, again, a little shocking seeing him make some plays, but he, um, again, understands the offense, and he's a veteran who wants to, you know, showcase at least his value. I mean, he's probably not going to be here past, uh, you know, next season maybe. So um, get Cedric Wilson involved. And that's just another wrinkle. I mean, at what point is he going to throw a pass, right? I mean, we know he's uh, QB3 on the um, – I guess he's QB4 now, but you know what I mean. He has the ability there. So um, I'm intrigued to see the way this whole thing goes about. Um, one more thing, to his 18-7 and seven, um, in his last 25 starts as the fourth-best win percentage in the NFL. Um, and I want to ask you before we move on, Tyree Kill, best acquisition the Dolphins ever made. Um, that has to be true, right? I mean, he's just, it's just, you know, drafting players doesn't count. I mean, like a trade or a free agent signing, it has to be Tyreek Hill because he's just, he, he's incredible, man. I don't know that I've ever, ima- you, you couldn't even imagine this type of player ever being on the Dolphins, right? Like ever. And that's just, every week he seems to surprise me. I'm just, I'm sorry. I had to, had to say it. How dare you get jazzed up about like one of the best receivers in history being on your favorite team? How dare you? No, man, it's just, you when you see the Dolphins trade for someone like Brandon Marshall, and then you see them go out and sign someone like a Mike Wallace, you start to get the idea of, I know I just made you almost cough up your water just saying both those names. But the, the point here is the Dolphins tried to get that number one wide receiver and you thought you knew what a, what number one wide receiver does. Brandon Marshall, he can move the sticks. You're going to throw the ball at him. He's going to catch it. You know, Mike Wallace is going to take the top off defenses and, and get you double digit touchdowns, believe it or not, even however ugly that was. Tyree Kill, he's going to make every single defensive coordinator want to rip out every single hair they have on their head as they lose their mind trying to cover you. What we thought you were getting when you acquired a number one wide receiver and what the Dolphins got in Tyree Kill, man, just trying to wrap your head around the differences has been so mind-blowing, and that's what makes it such a treat where it goes back to what you are just saying. Like, once in a while, you just want to rant about how awesome he is because it doesn't come around that often. Yeah, and they're putting up, again, video game numbers, and that's not even a slight against Jalen Waddle. You can get equally as excited about. So it's just crazy how awesome this trade went down and just what this offense is morphing into. And, again, just not sure I ever really thought better days like this would happen. Um, Did we say first start, four and one start since 2003? I had to throw that out there, too. Wild. And then you got the Panthers next week. This offense should really just keep on rolling. Um, I I like the idea of another – they're facing they're in these stat stuffing weeks right where we see we saw a game what Raheem Mostert against the Broncos Eagles in two weeks that's the game I'm going to man that's going to be a that's a Super Bowl preview right there oh you are you are you officially going to that game I officially got tickets yeah they were let's not talk about the price but where are you second second row behind the Dolphins at least that's what the tickets say so dude yeah they might be able to hear me yelling yeah yeah about there they should be able to hear me yelling Wow, you must. I just don't want to die. Those podcast guys must be paying you real well to get the seats like that, man. That sounds like a blast. Are you queasy about that yet? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Okay.